Here, let's have a toast. Toast to us. To us. And hello, this is Lisa Vesic with the podcast We're All Psychic and it's date night. This is my boyfriend, Chris, and we're having date night. You know what he did? He said yes to doing a podcast with me. <laughs> Isn't that just the best? So, Chris, I would like to ask you a question. Hello, Governor. Hello, Governor. Would you like to answer this question? Absolutely. The question is, do you think we're all psychic? Well, I think everyone is capable of being psychic, but I don't think everybody is. You know, not everybody uses as much of their brain as others. <laughs> I think I think everybody is capable of being psychic, but only really... Only hot IQ people tap into it. And that's just, so? that's just what I think. Yeah, I, I, I think I think people may have an intuition every now and then, but really, I think only the most intelligent people are able to really tap into it. Oh, I love so. date night. <laughs> I love date night, listeners. So Misty's not with us because it's date night. Um, we don't do that <laughs> in Alabama. As, as much as you've heard, no, we don't do that in Alabama. So Chris, I'm, you've given this some thought, you know, probably especially a lot over the last several months since we've been together. What, what, where did you come up with? What made you decide that as your answer? When I first asked him, when I first told him about the podcast listeners way back when I lived on that other apartment, and he visited one day. We'd been friends for a long time. And uh, I told him what the podcast was about. I said, we asked people if they think we're all psychic. He goes, hell no. <laughs> so you've given it thought. So what do you think now? What made you change your mind or give it more of a thought? Well, I think that... You know, I don't, I don't know... What made me actually change? <laughs> well, you do you think about it? You know, you gave it thought. So, like, was it just, you know, you didn't want to say no? <laughs> well, I do. I do feel like that. You know, people are born with intuitions. Not everyone is able to tap into it. Like, some people can get it every now and then, but. Like, you really have to be very intelligent or train your mind to to fit, to catch it. And like, you know, you have, and there's, um, you know, there's other people who have. Yeah. And and I think there's different levels of it. You know, there's master level, there's intermediate level, and then and then I think some people just don't know how exactly and and you know what's interesting what you what you said was um the way you put it was perfect it was like oh date night guys i I, this is my second (laughs) beer i'm such a lightweight um you had said that it takes the training the brain and or something like that you train yourself to notice and look well it's not an you know training the brain is is the whole easiest way to do it and it's the hardest mm-hmm. thing I've ever done in my life is to train my brain to do a damn thing differently right. to train right. it to think differently and when I did that it, it worked like my life got better I trained myself to think that life was good and I didn't just fake it because that wasn't going to work because you can't fake it yeah. you can't fake it you know to yourself can't fake it 
can't fake that life doesn't suck to yourself <laughs> if you think that deep down in your soul, which I did. Um, but then I realized, you know, I didn't have to think that way, you right. know, and I decided to look around at stuff I was grateful for. And that took years and years and I fought it. But, you know, being, you know, using your psychic side, using your intuition and trusting it among all the naysayers of the world just to begin with. I don't know if it's intelligence, but it takes like, uh, you know, either a real passion to pursue it, mm-hmm. which is what most people have your answer. You know, if you pursue it, if you go after it, you know, but uh, they've never really equated it to intelligence quite like you did. But, uh, well, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's interesting, you know, it's but to train your brain is a hard thing to do. And even grasp training your brain. I, I had a therapist tell me about it for like um for four years, she was trying to teach me this basic concept. You can train your brain. And she went about it every week for like four years yeah. until I finally got it like two years after I moved, you know, <laughs> and then I couldn't implement it for another four years. And so except yeah. in little ways, you know, that I can change my thinking. And that really helped later in life. I mean, I just to learn that at 24, you know, that concept yeah. when I had never been offered to me. You know, that you, you, you can actually change the way you think, <laughs> you know, and it's not you're not brainwashing yourself. It's not it's, it's basically changing your mind, but it's not, you know, it's it's not. True. So um, what kind of experiences have you had? Like uh, you're a musician. So when you play music, do you think there's like a kind of chemistry, like a little like energy in the room when things are going well? I think so. Yeah, definitely. When you build a chemistry with some bandmates, um, it's like an unspoken language, kind of, you know, like, <laughs> you, you, the drummer almost knows what I'm about to play, the bass player almost knows yeah. what Shane's about to play, you yeah. know, it, it's, yeah. Well, I had asked him, listeners, I had asked him like a while back, I told him I'd never been in a jam band and I've been in a lot of different kinds of bands and listeners, if you've been listening, you know, I'm a musician when I was younger. I'm still, I still play sometimes. Still a great musician. And and he's very, he's good at me. But, uh, so, um, I asked him, you know, I said to him, I've never been in a jam band and that's how he was just explaining it to me. And I was like, that is so much like doing a reading. It's just a flow an ebb and flow or being in like a meditation where you're just, it is. or like doing a, a, a healing therapy. That's alternative. That's, that's really for your spirit and your energy or something mm-hmm. like Reiki, you know, and I've, I've offered Chris Reiki before. And he's like the only person I've given Reiki to other than Misty. And, uh, and he seems to, it seems to work. It's awesome. <laughs> I give it five thumbs up. What do you think Reiki is? <laughs> what was your, what do you, how would you tell people what that was having never had it before or known what it was? I think it's like a mental, emotional and physical massage. That's a really almost. good way to put it. Like you, you, you feel it in your mind, your heart and your soul. And it's, it, you know, it doesn't last long. I mean, it's really quick, you know, a couple minutes. But, yeah, it'll totally reset your compass. <laughs> <laughs> he, I've always thought Chris was very sensitive, listeners. And um, I, we were talking earlier about how people just tell us stuff. And I, I'm, he, I will just tell him stuff, and most people tell me stuff. But uh, he gets, he, he gets, you know, a lot of people <laughs> tell him weird things and his their life stories and stuff so yeah. that's been all your life right you, what do you think that's about uh yeah i don't know um i was an only child so i've always been i really never had to fight for attention so i really haven't like 
been a big talker. So I guess it just made me a good listener. And then um, people just talk to me. <laughs> I never thought about that. Being an only child is, is not really competing for attention. I never thought about that. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, most of the time people like say, you know, single, like children without siblings or something a little strange about that one, mm-hmm. but they don't say mm-hmm. that about you. <laughs> I do want you to know yeah. that they don't say that about you. I don't say that about <laughs> Well, there's something a little strange, but I, I, I like that. <laughs> so, so Chris, um, is there anything you'd like to tell the listeners about that you've experienced that was like, that you can't explain that you would say it would be. Like you having a psychic experience. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, 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 <laughs> um, unfortunately, it's not a happy story. But uh, when I was, a, I think the first thing I ever noticed when I was a kid, I was about eight years old. Um, I had a classmate. And, um, we were friends, like, we weren't, like, best friends, but we were, we were friends, you know. And, um, so, one night, I had a dream while I was in my bed, sleeping before the next day of fourth grade. (laughs) Um, That's a good memory. Yeah, no, I think I was, I was, eight. I, was I know I was yeah. eight for sure. So, uh, I had a dream, and in that dream, it was like it's almost like I don't know if you remember the game Match. Remember Match with the cards? The cards. And, I was yeah. there memory. They called it also later on, right? Kind of like memory. Yeah, the, memory. There were tiles. Yes, memory. So match. Memory. Yeah. Uh huh. So, in the dream, I see these match cards or memory cards or whatever. It's like the game, the cards from the game. And on each card had all of my classmates' faces on them. And my friend that the story's about, the light on his card went dark. And... It, I don't know if it was the next day or two days later, he was riding his bike not far from his house, and a drunk driver ran over ran over him and killed him. So, oh was the dream really vivid? Like it was very vivid. Like I remembered it. It freaked me out. Yeah. And then when that happened, it really freaked me out. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that, that is that's intense. The, that's the earliest thing I can remember. He hasn't told me about that, listeners. I've never told anybody about that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like man, I can't imagine that happening. I just like I, I see a lot of people that have been on the podcast. They uh, they've told me like most of them say that what unlocks it is a trauma of some sort. And I was yeah. that that you know that if you did you you don't know if you experienced a trauma around that age. But that might have started unlocking things for you. Most of the people come on and say there was a trauma. And then yeah. you start having dreams of, of other people's traumas coming. You yeah. know, stuff like that. And some, and I've noticed this, a lot of readers, psychics, or intuitives, energy workers, witches, whatever you want to call them. People who work with it all the time, do yeah. readings, you know, or just healing, energy healing or anything like that. 
like all of them say they had trauma, all of them. Yeah. And then they had like opening up, awakening, they call it, or waking up their uh, psychic skills or energy to protect themselves from right. happening again. Basically, right. I, I would assume I'm assuming that because I didn't have any trauma that I remember. Yeah. But it just, it just, yeah, that was the trauma when it started. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that yeah. was when it got really dramatic when all that stuff started because I didn't know what it was. Right. But what you're saying is, did you, did you have a time where like, did this continue for you after that? Did, did you have more dreams or anything like that? Um, occasionally, yeah. 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 Occasionally I would. Were um, they about the more darker things like that? Themes in life, like death? Because that's what I was getting at before. Most of them have had trauma, and it's like a lot of the darker themes in life come to them first. Well, usually when I have, and I don't know that it's a premonition dream when I have it, but when the event happens... And I reflect on it. It's usually, yeah, it's kind of a darker dream. You don't really, you really don't know what the dream means right. when it happens. Right. And then when the event happens, then it's like, that's what that meant. Yeah. And yeah. Well, you do dream and you do have nightmares a lot. <laughs> I do. State nights. <laughs> I'm getting serious. <laughs> no, you do. You do have nightmares. I've woken you up a few times from your nightmares and it's hard to wake you up from them. Yes. And, um, <clears throat> so maybe there is like, and then maybe it's something. And he also does this like twitch when he falls asleep a couple times, and um, and and it's weird. I always tell him it's like he's going through the stages of sleep, yeah. like he's dropping through them and he's resisting it. No, I don't want to go. Or yes, take me. I know he jumps, like yeah. he's jumping, he's jumping to like quantum leaps or something. Yeah, and um, I'm like please don't mm-hmm. go to sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like don't make me dream anymore. <laughs> you do have very you you will talk in your sleep. And you'll laugh sometimes and yeah. you, you must have a very active like dream life and most people will say that when they first became aware of stuff like this it was either knowing stuff or seeing it in dreams yeah you know just like you're saying did you ever have a time where you tried to work on that skill like maybe astral travel or anything or lucid dream do you know what that is where you just kind of take control of your dream or anything no not not purposely um, I will say not long after the event I was talking about earlier when I was a kid, um, I think my teachers recommended that my parents send me to, I'm not really sure what it was. It, it was the, uh, board of education building for the county at the time. And, um, I had to take some tests, like not not written tests. Pretty much, you got an instructor and ask you questions, and it, it wasn't like a psychiatrist or anything. But it it was it was an IQ test. <laughs> I don't know what I made. I, I don't remember, but but was, they had pulled you it, out. It was, it was like probably pretty shitty. I'm sure. It was only one hundred and ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't quite get that 200 no, I aced that, I aced that <laughs> because like what I was saying earlier I mean if you're I mean you can have premonitions but if you're like a full on psychic you have to have an eye, a high IQ and you, or maybe you, that's how you so we've had people on the podcast talk about high IQ is accessing the Akashic records having a good memory yeah. the information field yeah. one, one, one man talked about he did the scalar energy podcast. His name was Tom. Yeah. Um, he talked about that. He utilizes that energy and, um, 
he he linked it up to a computer. He'd like that podcast. Yeah. I haven't sent him my picture yet, but I've been thinking about it. I just haven't done it. It kind of creeps me out, to be honest with you. I like computers, but still, it's like, do I want that information out there? <laughs> I guess anybody can re- access it themselves. They can get it. But according you know, the Akashic Records is that information field that everyone has access to, and we're dreaming, and we're sleeping, what a lot of people think is there. Yeah. <clears throat> do you think that's there? Um, yeah, no. Then you pass every IQ test, like, that information. That's what a lot of people say, you know? So let me ask you a question. Do you think it's possible for someone to be, I mean, not just, um, intuitions, but someone to be like a brilliantly psychic and be a dumbass at the same time? (sighs) Well, you know, I I don't want to use the word dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like a savant a savant okay he's yes. not a dumbass, yeah. but he can't function except do a couple things really freaking well we had someone on the podcast bring up savants you know because yeah. they actually he says they have access to that field yeah you know as isn't that just kind of weird ways i've never thought about it that way i just thought you know they're wired differently but maybe they do have access like a very special channel to music or very special right. like dialed into math you know, numbers, but they, they just can pick up, read it. You know, they don't have to read the phone book. They just go to the Akashic records or wherever that information field is and look at it. Yeah. You know, they have access yeah. to one little part, like complete. And that's where they live there. You know, it's kind of like the theory, like of that. So uh, a dumbass, let me think about it. <laughs> 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 um, most people pursue it. Can, if they can change their thoughts, then they, they're, they're pretty smart. They're pretty intelligent. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, yeah. And when I say dumbass, I don't, I don't mean any. <laughs> What, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is, is, is not, I'm not really talking about savants. I'm talking about maybe somebody that just, I mean, I think, okay, let me put it like this. Maybe dumbass wasn't the right word. I'll just say this. Someone who is really in tune with their psychic energy is probably someone who has, a little understanding of deep science and physics and, you know, math and some do. I suck some, at math. Some do. Yeah. I do suck at math. Well, you might have had bad teachers. <laughs> I think we had this conversation. Yeah. But, you know, um, a lot, like some, some of the psychics I know are book smart, but like, well, they have a, a, the people who work in the field, they have like, I guess what they would call emotional intelligence, like emotional yeah. IQ. Yeah. But they get that from studying a lot of reading, a lot of watching other people do stuff and making notes and really thinking about it. Yeah. Is that intelligence? I guess that would make them intelligent. They, they question everything. They're curious. I mean, they're really curious. And the people who like aren't don't have a trauma that wakes it up or brings it around or they don't ever have it in their lives and then start they can pursue it and develop mm-hmm. it fully. I've watched yeah. that happen too, which is just the coolest thing in the world. You oh, know that, I, was, that that is just the coolest to me. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's many different forms of intelligence. I yeah, mean, uh, intelligence does isn't necessarily an umbrella that you put all knowledge under. I mean, true, you true. can be the most intelligent person that ever lived at candle making or tuning a guitar, you know, yeah. anything yeah. like that or as a psychic, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um I think I just Rewind a little bit. I think what I'm what I'm saying about dumbass is somebody <laughs> that has that has no intelligence in anything. Oh, they don't choose to. They don't want and, to. And the yeah. effort's not there. And then yeah. per, perhaps 
I, I would have a hard time trusting them if they said, hey, this might happen. Yeah, or this, you know, I just probably wouldn't take their word for anything. Yeah. That's <laughs> what you mean by a dumbass. I think yeah. you mean people he doesn't trust. Untrustworthy people who don't think for themselves. Exactly. And they're, they're only thinking of themselves. Yes. Yeah, so those are the dumbasses we're used to around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Only yes. thinking of one thing. But, <laughs> I mean, I love dumbasses. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, some of my best friends are dumbasses, <laughs> but I love them. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> so you just called me a dumbass. No, <laughs> no, that's what I'm just. That's funny. That's, that's how dating not, ends badly. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, you've you've brought up a point that nobody's ever brought up in this podcast: intelligence being a, a, like a part of like either developing it or even naturally knowing what to do with it or even looking at it. Yeah. Because curiosity, I think, is the key to ha- have building intelligence. You know, if you have no curiosity or like you said, imp- you know, putting it into action. Um, it, to me, that does seem dumbass not to want to do anything with your life unless there's something wrong. Like you've got a medical problem and you can't help it. You know? True. But I don't, True. there's yes. people who just don't seem to be interested in anything. And I, I, except themselves and what they can get or something. But sometimes, you know, like a lot of times in, when I meet people like that, and I bet you do too, and it kind of ticks me off sometimes because I'll see that it, their potential, if they didn't just stay in that place, you know, mm-hmm. and I see they could get out of that place and I could see how they could, but they have to do it. But, you know, it's like they'll lead the horse to water thing, you know, <laughs> and it's like these people, some people just don't know they are supposed to drink water you know, <laughs> yeah. to survive. And maybe they just yeah. live a different way. I don't know. I just don't understand that concept. But like, I, like some people just don't want to think for themselves at all or they're, they just it's hard for them to try to. Yeah. I don't know why, you know. Well, you know, curiosity is mankind's biggest vice <laughs> it is but also biggest trait best trait i think um, it's the best too it was that without curiosity i mean where where would mankind be i mean you know like <laughs> so and i think that plays into metaphysics because it takes the curiosity to try to open your mind to that level and so some people aren't they're just not that curious about what might happen no what might be out there then we'll be safe right i guess most people aren't most people aren't um is that what you think it might be like a safety issue or just a self-centered issue i don't know maybe they just just don't think about it you know not not everyone again i'm not calling anybody a dumbass (laughs) but not not everyone's mind goes that deep, you know? Like, yeah. some people are just like, do I want McDonald's or Burger King for lunch today? Uh, and that's all they think. Damn, who's this? Chris, you sound, you sound like a telepath who knows what people are thinking. That's what you sound like to me. Um, uh, you might just know what people are thinking, and that's why you can call people dumbasses because they aren't thinking, <laughs> and you know it. And we've talked about telepathy on the podcast before a lot. Yeah, it's like one of the most listened to podcasts in our list, according to my statistics. Is nice. like a telepathy podcast. Um, so you know, you probably are. Mo- the thing about telepathy is, if you're a telepath, you will not know it unless you know it. 
Right. You're, they're going to say you're going to avoid it. You're going to say you do it this way and this way and this way and this way and this way. And you do all this perception and like pick up all these details and your mind. Right. No, you're reading people's minds. You're hearing their thoughts, but maybe not word for word. I think you do. I would. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I can read body language really good. Yeah. And, you know, they always say the eyes never lie. If you read, what, yeah, but what does that mean, really? You know, I love that that you brought that up. What does that mean? Yeah, how explain that? Is that something? Well, maybe spiritual or I think so because when you look someone in the eyes, you're kind of looking into their soul. You yeah. know, the windows of their soul, and um, the eyes will tell you a lot as far as if someone's being truthful. If someone is, I don't know, feeling a dumbass, a dumbass, <laughs> yeah, a dumbass. you know, you get a lot. A lot of times, you look somebody in the eyes, and you, you might not really see anything there. That's know? happened. Yeah, that's <laughs> happened. Yeah, it's like wonder where it went. You know, for me, yeah. I wonder where it went, or was it ever out there? I don't know. Some people, yeah. you know, I wonder if it went somewhere. But some people are just like, they, they don't have the curiosity. I guess you're right. That's a good way to put it. It's the best way to put it. Um, oh, Chris, like, uh, is there anywhere that the listeners can, like, check out your band, your music, or anything like that? You got, like... Yes. Check us out on Reverb Nation. The band is called The Great Unwashed. And it's in Decatur, Alabama. I think, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Decatur. Decatur. Oh. Yes. If you don't know where Decatur is, it's it's right by Decatur. <laughs> Decatur, Alabama. Decatur. <laughs> Welcome home. <laughs> Date night. <laughs> I'd like to thank our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And thank you, Chris, so much for being on the podcast and I guess we'll probably turn the lights on now and go home, right? Yes. Yeah. We're yeah. at it. We're about to blow this joint. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're old. <laughs> we're going to blow this it's joint. It's past our bedtime. It is past our bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, listeners, for always listening. And Oh, by the way, there's a video podcast on Spotify, maybe on YouTube. We'll figure that out, too. Thank you, listeners. Good night. <laughs>